0: Listening to WRT eighty nine point nine FM Madison, stay tuned for query up next. I never meant to treat you cruel, never meant to give you the blue. Never want to see it fade Only want to hear you say Stay Stay i got a heart that's
1: dedicated to LGBTQ subjects. Our opening song tonight was Stay by Thelma and the Sleaze who just played in Madison last night. And we are hoping that you will stay with us for this (laughs) hour of queer programming.
0: Yes, please do. And great transition, Bill. That was just flawless. Thank you,
1: we Thank you. That's Yvette. I'm Bill. We're hosting Query tonight. This is W-O-R-T. And uh, It's fall
0: y'all, welcome back <laughs>
1: It is not, it's very late summer
0: <laughs> oh, Sorry to be technical
1: <laughs> But uh, Thelma and the Sleaze played in Madison last night at the Burr Oak They are an all-woman, all-queer band from Nashville, Tennessee And I'm going to tell you, nobody in that place walked out with socks Because <laughs> they rocked our socks right <laughs> off They, uh, Thumb and the Sleeves were headliners um, of a show that opened with a a duo called Old Oaks, which is a couple of... Old Oaks plays in duo and trio uh, setups. A couple of guys, one of them I think was family, the other one was Ally. They played some fantastic music. Unfortunately, I didn't pick any up. And then the band in the middle was Madison's own Cat and the Hurricane. Yeah. And they also, I mean... Cat and the Hurricane took one of our socks, and some and the sleeves took the rest of them. Yeah. Um, they just rocked everything.
0: Yeah, right off.
1: In a really good way. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be hearing from Cat and the, Hur- the Hurricane later. But yeah. I'm doing all this talking, and what have I failed to mention, Yvette?
0: Uh, that's a great question. That There's a couple things. Uh-huh. One, it's uh, Latino Heritage Month. And two, overlapping. It's also our fall pledge drive. That's right. Yeah. So, what do you got to tell us about that,
1: Bill? This is WRT's Fall Pledge Drive. We're coming to you a few times a year. Instead of commercials that you hear between every other song, we come to you a a couple times a year, and we ask for money. And the way you can give us money is you can call the station at 608-256-2001, extension 1 for pledges, and the awesome Lou will take your pledge over the telephone
0: thank you so much lou and if you don't feel like pledging over the phone and chatting which sometimes i don't especially on a particularly rainy night uh you could also visit wortfm.org slash donate and you can donate directly online so consider it just give it a click there's a big orange button at the top of the page again that's wortfm.org slash
1: donate and we have our first pledge Oh, my goodness. This actually came in during the news, but... Hey, we'll they take it. We didn't get it finished writing it until our program. So we want to say thank you so much to Peggy for your generous gift. She is picking up the Madison Illustrated History by <gasps> WRT Board President and notable local historian, <laughs> Stu Levitan. Thank you, Stu, for writing that book and for pledge wrapping during the news. Thank you, Peggy. Peggy says her three favorite shows are Democracy Now, Rock and John, and any Zatico or Cajun shows. So
0: good taste, excellent. cool taste, uh, yeah. You know,
1: and we've got uh, from Democracy Now to Rock and John. That's about as far apart as you yeah. can be. Um, <laughs> they're very, very different. Uh, but these are her top two choices. And, hey, Peggy's cultured. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you so
0: much. We really appreciate it. And if you want to have your preferences lauded by us live on air, consider, again, uh, making a pledge or going online uh, to donate at wrtfm.org.
1: And when you pledge or donate, what you're getting is great radio. Yes. Honestly, isn't this the best radio station in town?
0: I would say absolutely. Not I mean, we are competing with WSUM, the Snake on the Lake, which is also they're cool. They're
1: awesome. And our, our low-power partner, friend in Monona, the oh. voice of Monona, is a great radio station too. But yeah.
0: But come on. WRT is the classic. You love us. You have us pre-saved in your little car radio pre-save That's right. option. That's right. It's actually four of the s- out of six of the stations on my pre-saved. All right. Um <laughs> Uh, pre-tunings so
1: and when you donate you're not paying me and a vet
0: although i wish we could but no you're not
1: we're not we are volunteers um but we have this building over here on bedford street it takes a lot of electricity to run a radio station there's lights and computers and microphones and everything all over the place we've got a large electric bill um
0: keep the lights on please
1: we uh We pay for some programs. We're gonna we're gonna talk to you during this way out, but this way out and Democracy Now are programs that we pay for, Mm -hmm. um, because we're I would say war is probably ninety percent, ninety five percent locally produced content, but we have some pre recorded shows, and so we pay for that. We also have a small but mighty staff that we pay for. Yes, and they They really hold things down. They you know between the building and the staff. I think there's something like 300 programming volunteers every week mm-hmm. that come into war on our own time and put together programs. And if it wasn't for the staff and the infrastructure...
0: We would not be able to. And this is one of my favorite hobbies. That it, This is probably my top hobby, mm-hmm. I would say. This yep. is something that makes me feel so good to contribute to. I love being a part of my community. I love being able to talk about issues that are extremely important to us, particularly queer and LGBTQ plus issues. Um, and if you appreciate those things, too, um, you know, consider supporting us.
1: W-O-R-T-F-M dot O-R-G or 608-256-2001.
0: Yeah. Well, what else do we got today? For the well,
1: festival? as Yvette mentioned, um, it is Latinx Heritage Month. It runs from the middle of September to the middle of October. It's such a there's so much to, to know about Latinx heritage that it takes up Parts of two different months.
0: Yes, I love that. I like because it's mm. it's a trans month situation where yeah. we're, we're spanning across uh, the summer and fall, which are the two best seasons in my humble opinion. Um, and I, just for context, I am a Latinx person um, as well. My parents, uh, my dad's from Puerto Rico and my mom is Guatemalan, um, which is similar but not the same as the origins of the person we're going to be talking about today. Right, Bill?
1: So when I, and my heritage is not Latinx. <laughs> uh, my heritage is uh, Great Britain, Ireland, Scotland, a little bit of Germany, that kind of thing. Typical, yeah. typical white American. <laughs> the classic many different mix, things. yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> so when I was thinking of um, queer Latinx people, I did a little internet search and, there's a lot of names, yeah. But the one that stood out for me was Sylvia Rivera. Yeah, she's um, a
0: classic. I would say she's one of like the pillars of who we like, she is, to as, She as is. She is a giant icon yeah. in
1: the heavens of queerness. Yes. And you, most people, if they know the name Sylvia Rivera, think of her as being associated with Stonewall, which mm-hmm. she was. Mm-hmm. Um, she was active in New York City in in the late '60s and the '70s. Um, there you know, she may not actually have been at Stonewall. Yeah. But.
0: I've heard that because there's all these things in an interview where she's someone's like, did you throw the first brick? And she's like, no, but I threw the second one. And right. it's like, uh you know, right. there's there's like a lot of back and forth. Some people say she was there like eyewitness style. Some people say no. But I think it's it's pretty I think people have settled on the fact that she wasn't actually there.
1: She was so active in New York for yeah. so many years that she might as well have been there. And, uh, and that is not the most important thing about her life. Yeah. Um, well,
0: I uh, can I just say one more thing? I'm yeah. not uh, dispelling the rumors about her throwing the second frick at Stonewall. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in, in this reading, um, to prepare for this episode, I was looking, I was reading a great paper um, by the author Lawrence LeFountain Stokes. Um, but in that, he, he quotes this guy, Arnaldo Cruz Malave who talks about this idea of like testimonial. So there's all these interviews of her saying she was there and it doesn't seem like that's actually true, but this idea of testimonial kind of puts that into context for me. So testimonio is a, it's a mode of confession or life storytelling, um, particularly used by poor or working class, disenfranchised or marginal subjects. Um, that highlights how language, structural racism and homophobia play a role in the reception of discourse. So as this Cruz Malave, Person states testimonial is the resulting textual or visual product of an individual act of witnessing and/or experiencing an abject social state that is more than individual that it is indeed collective. So to me I guess that kind of reads as like although she wasn't necessarily there for it, she was experiencing everything around it to the point of like you may as well consider yourself like a first person in the in this larger larger context of, of what happened at Stonewall and then the results.
1: Right afterwards, that makes total sense.
0: Yeah, so it doesn't really matter if it's necessarily I
1: mean, true. It's true that
0: she was there or not, but
1: I mean, because she was she, in the hearts. Of she all. became so much larger than life yeah. that she embodied Stonewall, even if she wasn't there. Yeah, or, or she included it. Um, hmm.
0: Well, tell me more about her. Start from well, the beginning.
1: here. I want to. Yeah, I do want to talk about her early life. Um, it, it was not easy. Yeah, uh, Rivera was born and raised in New York City, assigned male at birth, lived most of her life in or near the city. Um, Her father was Puerto Rican and her mother was Venezuelan. But her father abandoned the family early in life and Sylvia became an orphan after her mother died by suicide when Rivera was three years old. Mm. That's, you know, I know people who lost their mothers real early in life. Yeah. And it's hard.
0: Yeah, of course it is. Especially when it's like, oh, it's out of maybe personal pain and right. not some other necessary like right. combination of other circumstances, but right. yeah.
1: So we're, Sylvia was then raised by her Venezuelan grandmother, who, you know, they described Sylvia's behavior as effeminate, mm-hmm. as a you know, as a assigned male at birth child. Um, she was just being herself. At a, she knew who she was at a very young age and was doing it, but it was considered effeminate by her grandmother and undoubtedly by other people. Um, And Sylvia began to wear makeup in the fourth grade Uh, and at one point was assaulted by a a schoolmate. And after that, she left home at 10 years old and began living on the streets of New York. A 10-year-old queer child living on the streets of New York. Um,
0: Wow, 10 years old? Sorry, that's...
1: I was. That completely is completely
0: shocking. Yeah. How, you, how it? I mean, that's like a testament to her like nature of survival. Just right. like how she like she can withstand basically anything. Unfortunately, I wish she wasn't put in that position. Right. Right. Ten years old. I think
1: of the ten year olds. The ten year old that I was would not have been able to. No,
0: I was like picking my nose or something. Like what?
1: Right. Ten years old. You're in fifth grade. Yeah. Okay. I think she was. Hello. Okay, my headphone just went away. But anyway, um, so she left home and began living on the streets of New York. Like many other homeless youth in the community, she engaged in survival sex as a child prostitute. She was taken in by the local drag queens, including Marsha P. Johnson, who became Rivera's best friend and protector. Yeah. And that's a name. That, Marsha might have been the one who threw the first brick at oh, Stonewall. Yeah, people Um So that's So that's a big name. Um, so, in this loose knit community of drag queens and street hustlers who hung out on Forty Second Street, Sylvia was given her new her new name by an old Butch Dyke and an old queen, yeah. the godfather and godmother of Forty Second Street. So,
0: was it, isn't it like Sylvia Lee? Is it Sylvia Lee?
1: I'm not sure. None of the sources yeah. mention a middle name. Yeah. Sylvia Rivera. Um, so that was her early life but she became an activist. Um, Wikipedia says her activism began in 1970 after she participated in actions with the Gay Liberations Front Drag Queen Caucus and later joined the Gay Activists Alliance at 18 years old, where she fought for not only the rights of gay people, but also for the inclusions of drag queens like herself in the movement. Mm -hmm. And that term drag queens make me want to point out that the language was different in yeah. the 60s she considered her, she called herself a drag queen most of her life mm-hmm. um, later on her and marsha johnson started an organization called street transvestites action Revolu- street transvestite action revolutionaries star, star. Yeah. right and transvestite was another term that was used at the time nowadays we almost always use the term transgender right. but those were the words that were
0: they're historical. They're yep. like the ones of the time. Yep. That's important to like not always look back on the past with the lens of right now.
1: Uh, right, so meeting Marsha Johnson changed her life. Um, Johnson was also a self-identified drag queen and activist who was also battling exclusion in a movement for gay rights that did not embrace her gender expression. Um, Rivera said of Johnson that she was like a mother to me.
0: Yeah, they had a very close relationship.
1: And and there was a thing going on in the gay, quote unquote, gay white rights movement at the time where it was white, where white men, mm-hmm. men, gay men, were, lar- were the. They were most like the in charge essentially. Right. Yeah.
0: Most accepted by society, right. most likely to get legislation passed.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, and there was things where. You know, one of the things that that, that Marsha and Sylvia worked for was inclusion of drag queens or transvestites in uh, proposed legislation for equal rights. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was kind of tossed out as like, Oh, that's too extreme. We can't have that yeah. or it'll never get passed. Yeah. Well, it didn't get passed anyway.
0: Yeah, so. I I have um I know that there's that quote, um, that they say where it's like, Hell hath no fury. Than a, gra- than a drag queen scorn. Right, totally right, that, right.
1: Do you, you want to play some that. of those uh, clips?
0: Yeah, especially I wanted to to sort of chime in and with some audio um, t- about Sylvia talking about her relationship with Martha P. Johnson, uh-huh. or Martha P. Johnson specifically after she passed away. Um, and so I think that we can totally play that, but maybe right after we talk about this. Ding, ding, ding pledge that we just got in we have our
1: second pledge and this happens to be uh somebody i know tom thank you so much
0: thanks tom
1: tom is uh tom is kind of a contributor to the program and that he's my neighbor and he (laughs) calls people up and tells them bill's gonna be on the air tonight turn on your radio at seven o'clock so thank you tom for the gift tom is uh picking up the war embroidered patches nice and uh his three favorite shows are Query, <laughs> the music shows, and Rob McClure's Weather Report. He really digs Rob McClure's <laughs> Weather Report. Hey,
0: great voice on Rob
1: McClure. Oh, and, and Details. Yeah. So thank you very much, Tom. We really appreciate. Thank your support. you
0: so m- much, and starting the classic like uh, telephone chain, which right. I love. I feel like old we need school. to bring that back. Yeah. In my school. mind, I imagine the screen splitting and everyone like every call that made the spleen script. Screen splits again, and they're like, tune in to, tune in to Wart. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> But um, if you would like to join our lovely friend, you totally can uh, by calling us at 608-256-2001 to make a pledge. And if you'd like to donate directly, you totally can. You can just go to wortfm.org slash donate. There's a big orange button on the top, so you can't miss it. Um, And we will read your name out loud. I'll give it my best ASMR. I'll turn the mic up so high that the engineers will come in. No, they won't. Sorry. I was just kidding if you're listening.
1: Uh, Sometimes I give you've had a hard time because they speak kind of softly and are hard to hear (laughs) compared to loud voiced white man, me. And so uh, anyway, speaking of voices, do you have those audios?
0: I do. Yeah. So I'm going to play this clip um, from an interview um, you, you mentioned the sort of like white men in her scene at the time um, and this interview was actually taken in 1989 um, with somebody that she knew um, whose name was Randy what is his name his name is Randy Wicker and he did this it's like an hour and a half long um, interview with her at her home on the pier she was um, living outside at that point and I highly recommend it's, it's available for free um, if you want to look up and see, you know, Sylvia talking and see her sort of like cadence, but this clip is is from that documentary. Just wanted to give the credit where it was due here. So here is Sylvia Rivera talking about some of her hardships, um, but that the hope that her friend has given her.
2: I hit bottom. I, you know, this is not my first time that I've hit bottom as far as, you know, because of my drinking and whatnot, but... Well, you find out It's nice, a roller coaster. You're on top and one I, day and, and you're on the bottom. And, and you're way. on, and then you're on the top, and then you come back that's down. And, and you know, it's like when I lose my my head and whatnot, I you know do stupid things like I did in May. You know, jump in the river and try to kill myself because I you know that's when I reach bottom. Then I bounce back. But what's giving me a lot of incentive right now is like. Being back in the village instead of being in Westchester and keeping myself confined from what my life has always been is to fight for something and and stop being comfortable because I was comfortable for a lot of years, you know. Like I said, we owned a house. My lover and I did own a house. And um, I ran a catering business on the side. I was making monies, but, and actually what happened, you know, it's been like three years is when, Mar- when, when I got that telegram the Marsha was dead. I mean, I lost a lot of my incentive to do anything, and that's when I started reaching for the bottle more heavily than I was doing, and I find myself back in this situation, but as I look at the river a lot of times, and Marsha gives me a lot of strength, is that I got to keep fighting for somebody, because Marsha was a fighter, we were both fighters, and we I am a survivor, Marsha is not here to survive with me, Marsha unfortunately had to, she passed on, but she's with me in spirit, and she gives me a lot of hope, every time I look at that damn river, and I sit there and meditate on the river, she gives me, I actually feel her spirit telling me you got to keep fighting girl because it's not time for you to cross
0: the river jordan, jordan. <laughs> yeah that was a clip um from a really great interview um, with randy wicker and sylvia rivera talking about uh, Marsha, and i think that's very beautiful i mean it, it's a testament to the people in your community and how impactful they are for for your sense of like continuing to go forward and make improvements for other people and, and not necessarily yourself and I think it's a very beautiful thing that she's you know lamenting on her friend in this way and, well, and communities you know, do that to you. They
1: do And the other thing is like throughout her life and her career as an activist, she was always advocating for other people for the yeah. for poor people, for street people, for queers, for people of color. she was advocating for inclusion of yeah. people. Um and
0: it's just beautiful.
1: It's and and I, I hate to break into the re- we're having a moment here in the yeah, studio. <laughs> we are, but we're also having a pledge drive here on the radio. Yes. And Sylvia's life was so big that we cannot possibly do it justice in a single half-hour program. So I hope that this encourages you to um, look her up and yeah. learn about her. Um. And and why? Be, but before you do that. Go to, t- aim your computer browser to wortfm.org mm-hmm. and click on that big orange donate button at the top, or you, you can also do this on the app on your phone, or oh. you can call us up at 608-256-2001, and we have, you know, the, the main thing you're getting when you contribute to war is great radio, but yeah. we also have some awesome thanks thank you gifts.
0: That's true some that are really catching my eye as i'm looking at the list here.
1: What are those?
0: Well, i'm really interested. We have a brand new, or at least i've never seen this, this like green bistro mug with like the new or uh, a version of the still of the new logo on it. That's um, available online
1: only for inventory reasons so cuz we're only buying as many of them as people ask for. So yeah.
0: so that's yeah, online donation only, but you can actually pick that One up at the station. Um, if you're around when you town, we do make your, your donation. So,
1: we do want you to come in. But you know what? I the t shirt is super cool, but I'm all about the uh new Jupiter Bluetooth speaker. Ooh. Um, I, I got one of the earlier uh Bluetooth speakers from WORT, mm-hmm. and I find it useful. Like when I'm at work, especially the month my boss was on vacation, I just played wart through my phone, out of the speaker the yeah. whole time. And it, it's a better sound than I get out of my phone. Oh, yeah. And I think these Jupiter ones are even better than the previous model. Those are available at the, I think it's at the $120 level. Mm-hmm. But if you're a monthly donor and you donate $8.33 a month or $100 a year, you can get one it can be for yours. joining the Evergreen Society.
0: Yeah, now you can... Uh, Play your music out loud, or play Ward out loud if you want to. Why not?
1: That's right. Yeah. And I just want to speak a little bit about the Evergreen donation, and Because yeah. that's how one of the ways I donate. Uh, it's my every month. You you sign up for the Evergreen program, and every month the amount that you choose comes out of your bank account directly, so you don't have to write a check. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. If you're like me, you got to kind of be like, uh, a, am I going to uh, go overdrawn?" <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, but
0: not with this one. I mean, you can go
1: Nope.
0: You can set it to what you can actually afford, which is great and you sort of set it and forget it and
1: and it's a great benefit for the station supporting. because we know how much is going to come in every month and that yes. forms the basis of our budget. There's nothing like reliable income is there.
0: Oh my gosh. What I would give. What right. I would give for reliable income. Right.
1: <laughs> So what you can give is whatever you want for a month, and if it's eight dollars and thirty three cents, you can get one of these speakers.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea.
1: We we also have some other things, but you were going to say something, Yvette.
0: Oh, I was just thinking about with the with all of the monthly donations, you can kind of just like chalk that up as like your
1: your good deed.
0: Uh, I will just say, too, when I see people who have uh, maybe stickers from times that they've donated or patches when they've donated, I'm super nice. I'm like, I hate to say it, slightly nicer to them (laughs) uh, than Uh, the average car that's around town. I mean, I'm letting them in if they need to merge. You know, I'm not beeping. I'm just letting them in, right in.
1: Excellent. They're they're homies. Well, we're almost at the end of our query time frame. But Yvette and I are going to be with you through the This Way Out time frame as well. Yes, we are. And uh, I think we're going to play some music from Cat and the Hurricane. Yeah. Cat and the Hurricane is the band that took one of my socks last night. And uh, mm-hmm. Thelma and the Sleaze got the other one. Yeah. But I think we're going to hear Dr- some Dream Come True Dream by come Cat True. and the Hurricane to take us into This Way Out.
0: Yes, right off the Sorry EP. And do you have any final words to say on Sylvia? Or you want to come back to it after? No. Uh, Let's get to the music. Let's give ourselves a little break here. Enjoy uh, Dreams Come True by Cat in the Hurricane here on WRT.
1: And uh, mm-hmm. Thelma and the Sleeves got the other one. Yeah. But I think we're going to hear d- Some Dream Come True dream by come Cat true. and the Hurricane to take us into This Way Out.
0: Yes, right off the Sorry EP. And do you have any final words to say on Sylvia or you want to come back to it after? No? Let's get to the music. Let's give ourselves a little break here. Enjoy uh, Dreams Come True by Cat and the Hurricane here on WRT. Go so f- That was Cat and the Hurricane with Dream Come True off of the Sorry EP.
1: Cat and the Hurricane is a Madison band that played at the Burr Oak last night. And last night was the first night of their tour. Their first tour, they played last night in Madison. Tonight they are in Chicago. Mm. Tomorrow night in Detroit. Bon voyage, Cat and the Hurricane. And I hope you have a great tour.
0: Yeah, go spread the queer word around the country for us, if you will. (laughs) Well, if you're just uh, tuning in here to WART, you're in the middle of a very special Pledge Drive episode here on Query. Um, We talked about Sylvia Rivera, a very legendary icon uh, for trans rights. Um, And just wrapping it up, she did so many things for um, people for trans and homeless youths, um, and for people of all kinds of identification, trying to include them in the legislation that actually affects their lives, and she has an incredible legacy with too many awards and things in her set up in her name. Now that like you, you're just going to have to Google it at this point. Um, but the biggest thing that I got from from reading about her and hearing Bill talk about her is that she cared so much about supporting her community more than sometimes that she would even care about taking care of herself. She was really caring about others and community is such an important thing. And the support is extremely important. And your support is important for us to continue having programming about legends like this. And if you want to continue to support us, you totally can.
1: Oh, and we have a, we have somebody to thank (gasps) Yvette.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: We have a new donor who came in over the web. Lee. Lee. Thank you, Lee.
0: Thank you, Lee.
1: We're so happy to have you as a new donor.
0: Yes. I'm even more happy to see that one of your favorite shows is clearing this way out. So thank you so much, along with her infinite variety and Feared Me, Feed Me Weird Things. Also good choices.
1: There's not a lot of terrible choices here. No,
0: that's true. That's true. Thank you so much, Lee. We really, really appreciate you. Yay. Uh, and uh, we just wanted to... Talk a little bit more about what you get when you when you decide to support Wart.
1: We talked about the T-shirt and we talked about we talked about the T-shirt and we talked about the mug and the speakers. But for at the at the uh, affordable level for thirty dollars, we have a Wart sticker set, three different Wart stickers, plus the latest full color Wart schedule. Ooh. Uh, the sticker, sticker one is similar to our wart patch, which you can get at $35. Sticker two is a three and seven eighths inch version of our bumper sticker. So that's like the, uh,
0: it's like the seventies looking one, right, with the like rainbow the, on the, ra- like
1: the electric company. Yeah. Uh, I TV love show. that one. That one's so cute. And sticker three is our eight inch long bumper sticker or anywhere you want it. You can put it on your bicycle. You can put it on your <laughs> laptop.
0: Can it fit? Yeah. It's eight inches. It'll fit. It'll fit. Yep. Yeah.
1: It's super groovy and.
0: You'll love it. You'll totally love it. And as you'll definitely be able to. I mean, I it's been a conversation starter for me before. People totally see it on like other things that I have because I have like a, a horde of Wart stickers at this point that I would just slap on any water bottle I have. Um, and people are always like, oh, you listen to Wart. And I'll be like, not only do I listen to Wart. I'm on Wart sometimes and then That's right. people think it's super cool and it is really cool because I get to hang out with Bill and all other people in my community that I find very fun to talk to who care about this awesome collective project that is community radio.
1: And, and you are getting great radio for your money and one of the things that you get is a program called This Way Out which is an international, internationally produced queer news program. They typically feature headlines, n- some in-depth stories, and some profiles. Yeah. So I think we're going to hear a little bit from this way out their news wrap.
0: Oh yeah, we're going to hear in just a second here some this way out. Um, but in the meantime, wouldn't you just remind them uh, what the how they can actually donate or pledge? You can call
1: 608-256-2001 extension one or you can direct your internet browser to wortfm.org or you can push the donate button on the app
0: yeah so check that out in the meantime here's some this way out